Welcome to the Eden and Amadeus podcast, and I'm starting this particularly for one good reason. You're so used to hearing Amadeus's voice first, I wanted to grab your attention with a trigger warning, because you're going to need a trigger warning for this <laughs> particular episode if the following are true, things are true about you. You're squeamish, mm-hmm. and just hearing about bodily punctures sets you off just anything even just talking about that kind of thing because it's going to get much worse than that it's going to get much worse than that if you feel that the word blasphemy is too blasphemous for you to hear (laughs) because our guest's name is literally that or three if you're just anti-ink like if you're just a person who feels like tattoos are just not a part of the lifestyle that Mm -hmm. you live hey We get it. That's fine. You're not going to enjoy this. On the flip side of that, if you are a tattoo enthusiast and if suspension is a thing that interests you or you're curious about, and if you're in Jacksonville and want to attend a hell of a a festival that's coming up, you're going to love this. Yeah. If you want to hear about the most painful sounding and also (laughs) disturbing disturbing place (laughs) on a body that somebody has had a tattoo, this is also... Your podcast. So when we first talked with the guy behind the scenes about who we would be interviewing today, he wanted to make sure we understood that Dr. Blasphemy isn't a real doctor, to which I said, oh, darn, I had a mole I wanted him to look at. (laughs) Obviously, Dr. Blasphemy is like a character name for this guy that emcees and tours with the Villain Arts Festival. So without further ado, he's also a former radio guy, which you'll be able to tell instantly when you hear his voice. Please welcome Dr. Blasphemy. Uh, Dr. Blasphemy is coming to Florida, coming to Jacksonville, Florida, to be more specific. And before uh, before we ask you some important questions about you and what you do uh, and maybe some of the strangest and most, most exciting moments of, of your career, <laughs> tell everybody about the show that's coming our way. Oh, well, we've been um, down in Florida for a while now, like Tampa and, and a few other cities, but we decided to come into Jacksonville with the uh, the biggest traveling tattoo festival on earth. We're going to bring in a few hundred artists uh, from all around the world, including some of your friends from TV, from Gate Master and Black Ink Crew. Mix them in with some great vendors with artwork, merchandise, throw on some shows for you with burlesque and sideshow and carnival entertainment, do tattoo contests, uh, We've got a party, man. We've got everything to accessorize your tattoo lifestyle in one room for one weekend. So you can come and get ink, of course, right? Like you, obviously, that some of the uh, more well-known artists are going to get booked up immediately. Can people go ahead and well, schedule uh, online now, or do you have to wait until you come to the come to the venue? Yeah, absolutely. You can go to villainarts.com, and you'll see a list of our shows. You just click on Jacksonville, and there'll be a list of attending artists. You can click on the artist you like, look through their work. Uh, if you go to our event page, there's a, a link there to where you can talk with the artist about what your ideas are and such. But uh, even the artists from TV don't book up for the whole weekend. They all leave open space. That way you can walk in the door, come on and get tattooed by somebody you would never get tattooed from before. And that, to me, that, that alone is worth going in there for the excitement of that and say, hey, guess who did my tattoo? Dude, it's really a great atmosphere in there. I mean, we used to be called the um, Villain Arts Tattoo Conventions, but a few years back we're looking at what we're doing and we're like, we're not a convention. We're not a bunch of old dudes with briefcases. This is a festival. (laughs) I mean, we got a girl breathing fire on stage. We got a girl hanging from hooks from the ceiling right now doing suspension. We've got 
you know, the TV people over here, we got a Ringling Brothers performer. This is this is more of a festival for us, and it's really a great feel. Let's talk about um, that suspension, by the way. Is she hanging <laughs> off of things that she's got piercings of, or what's happening with that? Well, um, actually, if you go to the Villain Arts uh, social media, or you can um, follow me as well as uh, Dr. Blasphemy, Dr. Blasphemy. Um, I got plenty of reels and videos up of the suspensions. They take a big hooks like the ones you would fish for sharks of course without the barbs on them they pierce them through their skins whether it be the shoulders the kneecaps the elbows the rib cage i've actually just posted a video uh two days ago of somebody suspending from their face now we do this uh after 9 p.m we do it right about uh 9 15 9 30 every night because we want to we want to keep a friendly atmosphere for the children, and most of the kids are gone by nine. And even if they're not, they can stand there and watch it because it's not like blood dripping. It's just it's suspension. It's an art form. It's people wow. hanging from hooks and spinning the music. It's uh, yeah, yeah, it's interesting. It's something. <laughs> In my something. mind, I mean, I, was, I still stand there after twenty years of watching this stuff happen. I still stand there at times and be like, "Oh my God, how do they do this?" You know? Is it mostly um, it, okay? In my mind, I thought that the rings were already like in their back, and then and then you just looked like a rope through it. But they're actually putting the hooks in people as they go. Yeah, yeah. Um, sometimes uh, they'll do it in front of everybody. Like they'll uh, bring them out to the center of the floor and be like, "Okay, guys, here's how we do it." And I've got um, and we have on Villain Arts uh, a couple reels and videos up of the actual piercings for suspension, which is kind of hard to watch. But um, if you uh, want to know how it's done, it's. There's a it's certain there person you. out there that is, is very excited right now. <laughs> not... Well, there's a lot of people that are excited. I was really surprised at the amount of people that are, are into the suspensions. I mean, whether it be from the uh, Native American traditional days, um, we've all seen the movie. And uh, they come in, and they, they see it happen, and they're like, I want to try this. Ugh. Now, Ooh. I watched it happen. Seeing a girl hanging from her knees, a girl with six hooks in her stomach hanging from her, like, her uh-huh. six-pack. And wow. I didn't look up and be like, yeah, I want to do that. But I got to give a lot of um, love and respect to the people that do this because they really do put their body on the line. I've seen accidents happen um, oh. at, at oh. other shows. Not necessarily our shows, but at other shows where skins have ripped out. Okay. okay. Uh, seriously uh, hurt. I, I, oh. You know, there was a time when I thought hair hangers we're the craziest people out there, like crazy, you know, in a way that's the crazy is not the word I'm looking for. Um, different, unique. <laughs> I don't want because I don't want it to, to sound negative. But like in the circus that would come around, there'd be whole families, and they and I would ask oh, yeah. them, I would ask them, you know, is hanging from your hair? Is it after a while you don't feel it anymore? And they said, No, you feel it. You feel it every time. Mm. Well, yeah, I fell in love with a girl when I was 15 years old from that Tubes video. Remember that video, She's a Beauty? Yes. Oh, yeah. The girl hanging and spinning from her hair and her teeth. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and um, we do have other aerial performers, too. It's not just suspension. We do have people come in and do um, the aerial performances like you're talking about or on the hoop or on silks. Uh, here in Philadelphia this weekend, we have um, a lady by the name of Shannon Sexton. Uh, she does a silk performance where she's like 30 feet in the air spinning and flipping around just silks. Wow. Mm, it's so, it's, it's yeah. truly an athletic It is. I love um, watching that feet. that thing like at, like at Cirque shows, the whole silk thing just 
It's amazing. It is. It's athletic and it's art and it's beautiful. But but you did say that the suspension stuff's after nine. So let's get that out there right now because there are some people listening right now that are going to say, "Well, I, no, I'm you're not saying it's my for the fifth, right?" But bring them because <laughs> right. if you're there after nine and they see that, that's on you and that's, that's a decision you. you've yeah. made as a parent. But like as far well, as the ink goes. I want yeah, it's kind of like back in the day of TV at 9 p.m. Yeah. You know, that's when they would say the the word "damn" on TV or or whatever yeah. length of mm-hmm. time you're allowed. And kids were in bed, so we kind of go by that adage by 9 p.m. And we give you a plenty of heads up. Hey, we're doing suspension in the back. There are people hanging from hooks. Bring yeah. the family, <laughs> but uh, bring, <laughs> bring the kids back. <laughs> but if you watch, the kids are so desensitized to this now. I think it's. Um, I don't want to sound old here, but I think it's the video games. No, you're uh, right. The video games. When you mention they're the, ruining America. When you mentioned the kids were in bed, uh, now they're in bed watching TikTok videos. By the way, this is all going on at the Prime Osborne Convention Center, February second uh, through the fourth. And we'll, we'll repeat that again and again. So, in your I'm line so of excited. work, I'm... in your line of oh, work, God, I'm sorry. No, no. I mean, the, you have stories. I'm sure that that go from incredibly moving and inspirational from people who have wanted ink. We all know that it's. It's just great content to hear people's backstories. Um, but what is, is there anything that's just outrageous that comes to mind that you've seen done at one of these shows as far as the actual selection of the ink? <laughs> okay. I, uh, you're probably thinking location, uh, location, location. There are so many. There are so many. I mean, the heart-touching ones for me are the, um, like my friend Candy Dunbar, uh, Ink Master Kyle Dunbar's wife. She does uh, permanent cosmetics, a lot of stuff with burn patients or cancer patients. Uh. Um, a lot of ladies who have had the double mastectomies, um, they will have uh, tattooing done there for like um, Yeah, they'll nipples, get their nipples on. Reconstructive, yeah. mm-hmm. Right, or eyelashes. So she does a lot of work with angel faces. Um, I've seen people crying over memorial tattoos and such like that for their grandparents or their mother or their father or a lost child, which is just always heartbreaking. Yeah. And then... Um, if you go to YouTube, Google or Google Baltimore taint tattoo. <laughs> and that'll be one of the most interesting ones. We um what? we what, what we did you just in. say? Oh, do it from somebody else's computer. <laughs> Not at work. Yeah. Delete my search. Get to your boss's but, computer um, and do it. What? Yeah, Baltimore tattoo, uh, taint tattoo, or Baltimore tattoo convention taint tattoo, oh, and um, it was uh, we had double blizzards in Baltimore that year, uh, and they shut down all the roads here in Baltimore, and they shut them down on a Thursday night. Our show started on a Friday, so nobody could come in. Very few people made it into our show. So to keep it entertained and moving, <laughs> I convinced the guy to get a taint tattoo, and he got a milkshake, and you can hear me commentate uh, the whole thing. It's your proudest moment as an MC, I'm sure. Oh, my God. I'm bet you that milkshake brought all the boys to the yard. But, um, oh, my they, uh, gosh. What have we, this show has taken a complete turn. Love it. Now, granted, this is about 20 years ago when things weren't so politically correct in our shows and, and everything else. But um, it was a lot of fun. And, and, again, we were shut into a hotel for a weekend with back-to-back blizzards. So nobody could even drive. <laughs> I can't imagine but, uh, anything was, being politically correct at one of your shows. Even now. You know, you'd be surprised. <laughs> we, um, we, we go very, very hard at trying to create a family atmosphere and an inclusive, um, accepting atmosphere, regardless of who you are, what you believe in, what you identify as, it really doesn't matter. If you come into our room with a smile, into our atmosphere and wanting to have fun, you're accepted with open arms. We just love you and we want you to be there and we want you to be part of our family. 
So have you, that's have you noticed, important thing to us. Have you noticed an increase in older women getting their first tattoo at an age that's like, say, 50 plus? Have you noticed that has become more common? Oh, yeah. You're talking about the Villain Arts Cougar Club. Yes. Um, no. <laughs> no. Uh, we, uh, we do. We have a, a lot of older people. I mean, the demographic used to be 18 to 35, 18 to 42. And, and you know, that was really it. But with the TV shows like Ink Master and LA Ink and Black Ink Crew and such bringing tattooing into the living room, it made it so it's not the bad guys in the movies anymore, or bikers or villains or whatever. It became something like a family spectator sport. They were rooting for these people to win their shows or whatever. So it it opened up our age range. We go from 18 to, um, well, the wrestlers come out, and they're in their 70s. Wow. Uh, the LaFlanza's come out. Um, he's close to 70 as well. Um, Pops, a guy who comes here to Philadelphia, he's 82 or 83, and he still gets tattooed. Now, granted, tattooing that skin is not fun, but hey. We love them. They're collectors. I got my first tattoo. I think I was right at 48, and my sister was 54, and she got hers. We got ours the same day together. And, Eden, I think you were in your – how old? I was just in my early 50s. Yeah, we're old. We're, we're OGs. So, yeah, I was in my early and 50s. And so we were both, you know, pretty up there. But I knew at age 12 what I wanted my first tattoo to be. I just waited too damn long to get it. I got my first one at 14. Oh, man. Wow. We were, uh, uh, I grew up in Baltimore, so you guys have seen the TV. You know what it's like. So, yeah. I grew up in Baltimore, and uh, I think I, I had ran away from home, and uh, mm-hmm. a friend of mine and I both put an Indian ink FTW on our arms, which was a big mistake, you know. And uh, it was years later I got it covered up. Um, by the time I was 17, I was apprenticing in a tattoo parlor here in Baltimore wow. as well. that's amazing. So, I mean, I, I started earlier, but I grew up with a bunch of bikers and criminals. So I grew up reading Easy Rider magazine. We haven't met yet. Do you have any, do you have like any face tattoos? No, no. I won't tattoo my face. I'm way too pretty for that. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, oh, my gosh. I've got the perfect face for radio. Um, so, no, I just I, I do I do a lot of TV and stuff, and I've, I've got a lot of friends that have face tattoos. It's like the new thing. Hey, I want to get a face sleeve. Yeah, I, but, I think um, that Post Malone and Jelly Roll have really kind of made it like almost. I actually saw a, a, guy, a guy working at a local um, grocery store, Publix. I'm not sure if you're familiar with Publix, which is pretty conservative. Yeah. He had a face and tattoos all around his ears, and he had a shaved head. And you don't see that at Publix. And I was like, wow, this what? company has really, really gotten pretty liberal. I was in the work program when I was 15 at school, where you go to school half a day and you work half a day. And uh, I couldn't get a job at McDonald's because I had a tattoo on my knuckles. Oh, no doubt. Wow. I'm sure. At back the then. age of 15. Now, granted, this is the 80s because I'm as old as you all are now. I'm like mm-hmm. 55. Mm-hmm. Um, but you weren't allowed now to do that. But that's the way tattoos have become accepted in our society. It used to be one in eight people you knew had a tattoo. But now it's in one in every three or four people you know have a tattoo. And people you don't so, think have them have them. You just don't know. You don't see them. Right. Uh, legal professionals, Dolly Parton. I mean, she's been famous for years for covering her tattoos up and not letting them be known. But she's got several tattoos. Um, Amy Nicoletto from LA Inc. has worked with her. Oh, that's oh, cool. Interesting. She's got those yeah, big I love names. Dolly. I've got my Dolly shirt on today, as a matter of fact. Ah, my St. Dolly. I love, I love Dolly. her so much. So, How can you not? You I know. know. I, mean, I know. You know what? There's a lot of Dolly tattoos out there, too. I'm not surprised by that. If I was going to get anyone human tattooed on me, that'd probably be it. Yeah. She's, yeah. she's, you know, she's if, a legend. You're Mount Rushmore, you know, kind of like Dolly Parton, Loretta Lynn, Patsy Cline. 
And I know she didn't sing, but I kind of want to put Betty White on there because <laughs> Betty White. You should do the whole Golden <laughs> Girls as a Mount Rushmore. That would be great. Oh, my gosh. Dr. Blasphemy, uh, we we got to let you go because we've got some other things we got to get to. But I want to let remind everyone that the show is coming uh, February 2nd through the 4th at the Prime Osborne Convention Center. It's the Villain Arts Tattoo Festival. We can't wait for you to be in town, especially because I'm going to get my second tattoo with you guys. All right, we we warned you about everything you just heard. Right. At the very start of this. And the reason this is a podcast is because that was not safe for radio. Absolutely not, nor would we just give it to you without a warning. Exactly. So we hope you enjoyed it if you listened, and if you didn't enjoy it and you listened anyway, well, that's really on you. Yeah, absolutely, because we told you. We told say, you ahead say of time. Say it with me. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to see my new ink, it should be done, I think, by Friday uh uh, afternoon um, yep. on February 2nd. So we'll have it up on our Facebook and uh, I guess all of our other social Yeah, absolutely. Things. Lots of it. Speaking of which, do all those things that we ask you to do. And then some. And then we appreciate you.